Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rakari Ost. Hey, y'all. I'm Sam, and I'm excited to be back hosting for GCX 2022. Room blocks are still available at the beautiful Rose and Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida. So book now with our discounted link and stay in the same space as the event so that the fun never has to end. Well, I mean, that really couldn't be more convenient. Go to gcxevent.com slash Rosen to learn more. Hello there, avid podcast listener. I know you enjoy the delicious sounds of Tim's voice in your ear holes during these podcasts. But have you considered taking some time to go check out his stream at fb.gg slash darkness429 lately? Have you thought about it? Let me explain why you should. Not only will you be able to join the cult community, but you will be able to enjoy staring at Tim's meat every time he shows it on stream because he just incessantly shows his meat. This deliciously smoked meat. It's, it's incredible, and it's better to watch it live. So give him all your stars. fb.gg slash darkness429. Episode 62 of Star Wars and Scotch. We are back. We apologize for the slight hiatus. It was uh, Kevin's thanks- fault. It was all my fault, 100% after Thanksgiving, and then things just got too busy. And then last week, we sat down to record, and I couldn't get the studio at the office working because I was alone in the office, and the way Paul has it wired is very weird. Kevin and technology. Um, <clears throat> so uh, here we are. I'm back at home working from home today, and uh, we're recording episode 62 of Star Wars and Scotch, I can't yell because my throat's bothering me a little bit like I normally do, so I'm probably going to keep it nice Hold on, and I'll do even it. keel today. Episode 62! That was good. That was good. I like it. I like Nailed it. it. Um, good things to talk about, but the first thing I want to start off with is kingscoastcoffee.com. This is probably your last chance for us to talk about Kings Coast and you to be able to get it in time to give your loved ones the gift of coffee or cocoa for Christmas. The Christmas blend is gone. We sold out of it, and there are no more beans in that region coming until next year. Thanks, shipping supply chain assholes. Um, so uh, get it. What's left? Uh, if, you, if you need a last-minute gift, the cocoa, man, that's that's the way to go, in my opinion. That's just me, though. And honestly, you can't go wrong with any choice from King's Ghost Coffee. So head on I'm over to King's. I'm drinking the uh, the DR Congo today. I'm I'm drinking I'm drinking the Christmas blends. Sorry, guys. Oh, damn, just rub it in their faces. Sorry, guys. Hi, I'm Tim. I own the company. And I have Christmas blend, even though you don't. <laughs> I was sounds, one of the lucky 2,200 wow. people to get it. This sounds really rude, um, Kevin, when you say it like that. <laughs> in, the, in the Michael Klump voice from the office. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, 
Tim. Yes. Tim. Hi. Tim, you finally, finally, <laughs> finally saw Batu. I went. I was, and I want to go again. I didn't see enough of it. I, I feel like I kind of like, because we brought the baby and I wanted to make sure that he had like a good time too. And did, um, did any of the employees say, I would like to see the baby? No one said that, but the, the girl who was playing Ray fell in love with Kyler and she just like, she she was walking and and Kyle was like Ray and she comes over and she just bends down because they 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 have to keep the the cast like the, the the actors and actresses away from from the uh, peasants because they don't have masks on and so like they're 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 unmasked so they they social distance and so they keep them up on like a balcony and Ray's walking around and she comes over and she kneels down and Kyler goes where BB eight. <laughs> and she's like, and she has this whole dialogue with him, and they go on for like five minutes of just going back and forth. And I thought that was so cool. It was just like, it was Did just you a hear cool the music experience. in your head while he was talking to like, well, no, because the music was already playing for me. It was perfect. It was just beautiful. And like everything was so cool. And just like walking into it, like the transition, it felt a lot like if you've been to Universal Studios and you've gone to Diagon Alley, um, that transition of going from the park, like the normal traditional theme park, into a new world. Um, That's a they, good comparison. Yeah, like they did a very nice job of of transitioning you from Disney into Star Wars, and and what's so cool is that there's no sight line um, that you can have in that portion of the of the park where you can see anything else. Like you are you're in Star Wars the entire time. They do a great job of just mm -hmm. blocking you out. They block out all the sound from everywhere else. Um, did you come in on the Toy Story side or the we Muppet came, side? We came in on the Muppet side. Um, <laughs> Isn't it jarring? We, it's just like, and it dies down, and then all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> Yeah, well, but it was like, it kind of felt like almost like going through the E.T. ride, where it was kind of like, it was like loud, 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 and then it got quiet, and there was crickets and stuff, and then it just mm -hmm. like, he kind of just like slowly, it slowly builds up into the crescendo of you walking into um, the actual marketplace. And that was what was really but, cool. And it's like, like they really do a good job of, of easing you into it. It's not just like, bam, Star Wars. It's like, hey, welcome to Star Wars. It's a little bit. And there's like a, a Coke stand with an astromech there. And there's a couple cast yeah. members standing there. And then you get more into it. And the population starts to get more dense. And then, boom, you're in the marketplace. But it's just, it's such a nice, easy flow in that park. And what's cool is that no matter where you go, there's always something. And there's yeah. always something to appreciate. Like, heck, there even the bathrooms were cool. I'm walking, I'm like, where's the restrooms? And I look, and, and off to the side, there's a, a sign that's written in, in basic. And it, but it's written in in they make restroom, the actual like English written out, but it make it they make it look like it's supposed to be in Star Wars. And even going into the bathroom was cool, dude. Like the urinals and the toilets and the sinks all fit. Like it was just like it felt like I was in a spaceport. It was so cool. And then you go off and you take a turn into like some back alley and there's 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 old imperial droids pinned to the wall. There's like a droid doing work in the corner. And just like the entire time, I never felt like there was a dead spot in no. that portion of the park. There was always something moving, making noises. There was someone doing something. Um, I didn't feel like the cast members were were a part of the world. They definitely that was the one part that I felt like they were still. I was in Disney. It was just cast members. I was hoping for more of like Pete, like people who were there, but at the same time you have to have people who are working, who are doing their jobs. So like, that was exactly. like the one part where I was like really hoping I could get into the character. And like, there was no opportune time to like get into a star Wars character moment. Um, 
The first of all, the comparison to Diagon Alley is perfect because when you round that corner and it's just that straight shot. Uh, yeah, when you go around, you when you go Greg around the bricks the with the dragon. Yeah, when you go around the bricks and you get that 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 just that direct line and yeah. you see the big piece. It's the same way, like when you when you turn the corner and you see the Millennium Falcon. When you like, you see oh, the, God, the you like, see the edge of the cockpit and you're like, holy shit! And then you turn the corner, and you're like, oh my god! It is just my daughter made a TikTok of us because you. I should sent you the picture when she saw it in July for the first time. She uh-huh. went around, her jaw dropped, and she made a TikTok of. She said, proud dad moment. I, I just saw it like a few weeks ago, and it was me standing there looking at her, and she was filming herself, and you could see me looking at her. <laughs> and she just like, her eyes are open in her mouth, and she's turning towards the Falcon, and she used the clip from Fallen Order where it's like, trust only yeah. in the force. Yeah, that's what I used and it was for just the so, lightsaber build. But you see so many people see that for the for grown men, yeah. older than us, and they start crying because yeah. it's like, again i'm gonna say it and i say it on purpose regardless of what you think about the series now it means something to a lot of people um whether you're an old school fan new school whatever you may be but to see just these grown grandfathers just rounding that corner and just start crying because it's like their childhood has come alive in front of them it's incredible it it, i'm really curious like when you saw it for the first time did your jaw just drop even yeah i actually actually recorded myself like seeing it for the first time uh, and it, I went back and watched it and it's just, I just, my, I put on the biggest smile on my face. Cause that's all I get. Cause I just go, wow. Cause like I knew yep. you told me, you told me there's a point where you make a turn and you see it. And I started making a turn. I was like, oh, I think this is where the millennium Falcon is. And as soon as I caught the, the corner of the cockpit, I just, I knew what was in front of me and, and it, it didn't really, we, I, we watched the making of black spire outpost we we watched the the behind the scenes of building the millennium falcon and like what went into it and all the reference pictures and stuff they had to use to bring it to life but i didn't really take into account just the overall detail that they put into it and the appreciation for star wars um you go and you look at just the paneling and in like in as soon as i saw that i immediately went back to episode four when luke says that's just a hunk of junk and it really is like they they really made it look like a hunk of junk. Like you can tell that like that Han was keeping this thing together with just duct tape and <laughs> bubble gum uh, because like there's like there's heat sinks like you go and look and like there's just like large heat sinks from from machinery or from computers. There's radiator fans. There's there's cooling lines like all these things that, you know, because we use them in everyday life or you've seen them before. And but they did it in such a way where like those pieces look like they fit. And that's what's so cool about Star Wars is like you go back and look at the original weapons. They're just modified World War II guns. That's all they are. Like that's all Lucas did. But it fits into the Star Wars universe so beautifully now. And so it's the same idea. It's like you go and see the Millennium Falcon for what it really is. It's just a pile of trash that Disney took together and just made into the Millennium Falcon. But that's what the Falcon is. Uh, I really wanted to go with you and experience it for the first time. But I know you didn't get on Smuggler's Run. I did. So I'm I'm excited to do that and i think that i have to be there because there's first of all when you go in it's like a hanger and there's so many details you can tell that people who love it as much as we do made this part of the park yeah for instance you walk in and there's shipping crates and there's a sabak game like people abandon their sabak game Mm -hmm. the cards are all laid out on the shipping crate there's like uh, the physical credits are in the middle like they were betting. That's cool. And it's just sitting there. Yeah. And if you, if you if you watch 4, 5, and 6, you're probably like, whatever, it's some Star Wars card game. If you played Coder, you're like, that's Sabacc. I can see the, the thing on the cards. Yeah. And, the, and you're freaking out. And then you go 
up and it's like to see the Millennium Falcon cockpit and to sit yeah. at the table is unlike well, it, it. That's oh, my God. So oh like, my God. that was like I could have done single writer for that. But I, I felt like doing it with a group of people that you know would be far more enjoyable oh, yeah. just because it's a video game. Like you get to play a video game in a simulator. And, and I think like doing it with a group of people that you know would be, would be really, really fun. But um, to also your point. real life like, Hondo's in there. Yeah. Like so people are asking me like, oh, what did you think of Hondo? I was like, I didn't get to see him, but I knew he was there. Um, so like that's just one more thing that I get to go and appreciate the next time I go. But to your yep. point about Easter eggs and details and whatnot. Um, I really caught that when I walked into Doc Ondar's um, <laughs> uh, Den of Antiquities, just yep. like the overall amount of just little things that that only like a diehard Star Wars fan would recognize. Um, the one the one big showpiece as soon as you as you look through the doors is the um, the the wall piece from um, Sidious's office it's the it's, from, the, war, um, it's the war of the it's the war three. of the sith from episode three um yep. you see it like one or two times and i don't think it's the i, I would assume it's just a replica but that's the first thing you see when you walk in and then you you make a left or a right turn and it's like, like all these cool things that you could only find there at the park um but when you look up and you see all the mm-hmm. things that he's hoarding above it gets really <laughs> interesting there's a lot of really cool stuff and i'm taking pictures and i i continue to pan across and i'm zooming in and like these motherfuckers I found a golden bust of of a, a Gungan, which looks to be like Jar Jar Binks, and it's tipped <laughs> over, and it's kind of hidden, um, but it's golden. And I just thought that was so funny that they put that little that little Easter egg in there for people. Uh, and as for someone who hates Jar Jar Binks, I just I cringed, and I immediately sent that picture to Kevin. And I said, I can't believe they did this to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's just like there's a lot of details just even in there. Uh, which I, I wish I could have just stood in the middle and just and just hung out the entire day because there's just so many things that um, you can't take home with you, which was kind of frustrating. Like the, the the big animal bus that were on the on the wall. Wish I could have taken one of those home. Like I could have had like a, Dude, a, a Tauntaun head. The stuffed Wampa would fit perfectly in the corner. He's behind really, you. The Wampa's not that big. No, he's not that big. No. It's big, but it's not that big. It's not as big as you imagine. Yeah, I was, I was thinking he was going to be like seven or eight feet tall. He was like yep, maybe yep. like six feet max. <laughs> but yeah, that would fit perfectly, like between the bookshelf and the wall yeah. in the corner of your office. Yeah, so just stuff. <laughs> Chad would love it. There's so much cool stuff in there, and then on top of it, Doc Ondar, in and of itself, uh, he's, he's cool. There. Yeah, he's just in there, he's just hanging out, moving around, cataloging shit. Yep. It's almost. It's almost like if you could experience it as a child, it would be 10 times more magical. But even though you're an adult, it's like, whatever, you don't give a shit. It's just like, it's still wonderful. And you're just so happy to be there and like in Star Wars. It's it's pretty incredible. Um, I when I walked into uh, the first time when we walked in, we came in through Toy Story side Mm -hmm. and it was nighttime. You didn't do Batu at night. So if we do go back and do Smuggler's Run, I really want you to see it at night because the way it's just lit up at night. Falcon looks really cool at night. It's so beautiful, but that's how I saw it for the first time. I came, I came down past the droid shop, yep. down by the first order uh, where Kylo's ship is, mm-hmm. and turned left. Yep. And the way, like you said perfectly, the way they structured that was so you wouldn't, it wouldn't be ruined the second you walked in. Yeah. Like you had to go through the twist and turning corridors to get to certain things because they wanted you to have the wow moments as you turned and walked through. Yep. So I came around. 
I got my blue milk. That's where I had the conversation with the guy where I was like, oh, this is what Luke drinks on Octo. And the guy was like, actually. <laughs> uh, and then I walked around and the Falcons all lit up at night. And I was just like, Dan- Danielle, I need a minute. <laughs> I need a second. <laughs> but it's just, it's wonderful. And then did you when you buy stuff, did you notice they tell you, uh, they're like, that'll be 42 credits or 42.62 so credits. So the only thing that I purchased that day was my lightsaber for the lightsaber build and i didn't i wasn't paying attention because i was just so nerded out by like i was because i was actually freaking out about which one to pick and i was going back and forth I was like kevin i don't know which one i'm gonna get i'm either gonna get like i'm gonna get this one or this one this one looks really elegant and like but i really want this one and then i made the decision to go with the one that looked like a jedi temple guard hilt. uh i think it's what is it it's that's that the one, one i have that one's defense and um Protect, uh, protection that protection was, and defense, that one's yeah. protection and defense and i was like oh this looks so elegant and then so i was like him. i was like no 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 so i went back out of the desk i was like excuse me is this a final purchase or can i make an exchange and she's like what do you want and i was like can i have this one so i i got what it you, I, power and what's yours called? Uh, power and control power and control yeah. yeah and we got the fancy little badge with it do too. you have your hilts I, I didn't see the hilt too well oh yeah hold on i'll get uh oh i mean it's it's if you want to see the hilt, Kevin, so we don't delay the the show. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's on my Instagram. It's also on uh, TikTok as well if you want to see it. So I've seen most of your. Oh my gosh! You know the the video your chat made you do with the lightsaber behind your back. Yeah, don't the TikTok you? Trend? Yeah, the guy was. Oh, oh, the okay. trap the trap thirst one. Yeah, I'm gonna do it with the dark yeah. saber next. I saw a video this morning of an Amish guy with a ring light trying to do it, but it wasn't plugged in because he's Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm trying to see. It's really good. Um, so Let's yeah, but I the, so I didn't. I didn't pay attention to if they were saying credits, but that's cool that they do that. But the lightsaber build, Kevin, since we're talking about it, was it's such an experience. So everyone's like, "Oh, you should have gotten the. You should have gotten a NeoPixel. You know, like that one's not a good. It's not a good quality." And it's like, "No, it's not a good quality lightsaber. It really isn't. If you're going for something that, if you want to get a lightsaber that really looks like a true lightsaber, then you're gonna get it. You're gonna want to get a NeoPixel." But with the NeoPixel, you just open a box and you have your lightsaber. With this, with the Disney experience, you get to go through essentially a show. You get a 20-minute experience from start to finish with an actor, with people there to like walk you through the build. And, and then there's lights and, and VO and like all this stuff where just like as a true as a, like as a big nerd, as a big Star Wars fan, you get to have that experience of putting a kyber crystal in a, or choosing your kyber crystal putting it in a lightsaber hilt, putting your hilt together and turning your lightsaber on. Like it was just a cool experience. I'll never, I'll probably never do it again unless Kyler the, wants, like if Kyler wants to do yeah. it, I'll watch, I'll watch him put it together because I want him to have that experience. But for me personally, I did it once and I'm good. I have those memories. My next lightsaber I'm going to buy and it's, I'm going to open a box and have it. Cause I want to get a NeoPixel so badly. Yeah, I'm 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 probably gonna get NeoPixel. Like I was like, I'm gonna build like six of them, but I'm in the same boat as you. Like I did it, I had my experience, I put my white crystal in it afterwards too. I really like mine. Maybe if mine was to die permanently, I'd go back in like five, six, seven years and do it again for funsies. But it it is an experience. And <clears throat> for people that get hung up on the cost, put it in this frame. The black series lightsabers cost just as much as the ones you get in the park. And my, you get an entire show out of it. Yeah, my dark saber was three hundred dollars, and so it's like it's good, but it's the same quality as this, as the the Disney lightsaber, and you get to go through an experience. And, and you it's got two hundred dollars plus tax. 
Tim got the good teacher too. Oh, he's so good, dude. He was so good. I really Hunter, enjoyed him. Hunter and Audrey got him. I didn't get him. I got some other dude who was not nearly as enthusiastic. Oh, he was super guy. fun. And like they, it was really wanna... cool when they pulled the kyber crystals out and he's like talking about like each yes. color and like who they represented. And he was like purple, like Master Windu. And he was like, and the red crystal. And I was like, yes. <laughs> the lights go red and he's like, like Darth Maul, Darth <laughs> Vader, Ventress Asajj. And I was like, yes, go on. I'm almost there. <laughs> So good. I was having a good time. And then someone in my TikTok video, they're like, dude, could you imagine if they gave the people who picked the red crystal like their own experience, like actually like making a kyber crystal bleed and shit? I was like, oh, it's so yeah. I don't think they're gonna do that at Disney. Mm, yeah, but I need that now, Kevin. So you must yeah. you must cut down youngling. It was weird though. A lot of people are like so much for bleeding the kyber crystal. Like a lot of people were like, you need to you needed to be real. They were like they were kind of grumpy that you could just pick a red kyber crystal. I'm like they're right. right. They're actually right. There really shouldn't be a red kyber crystal, but they there is one because they know there's a bunch of edgy Star Wars fans that want to be Sith Lords. Like Tim. Like me. The Jedi and then, are evil. And then you can go to Doc Hunt. You can do what me and Audrey did. So they have blue, green, uh, purple, and red. I did purple when I built mine because I was going to do green. And I'm like, nah, fuck it. I want to be a badass like Mace Windu. <laughs> it was like, there are too many Sith in this motherfucking city. Um, so uh, we went to Doc Ondar's afterwards because Audrey's a huge Ray fan. Um, and I'm a huge Ahsoka fan. So I found a white crystal. She found a yellow crystal and we went home and we're sitting on the, on the kitchen table on the Island in my kitchen and all the tools are out. We have the lightsabers apart. I'm like this, this I could have made content out of this. Like oh my God had max edit it. So they were floating up in the air while I was like, <laughs> like this. In the but I put the white crystal in and then I, I remember lighting. I was like, hold on. And I ran into the dark by my laundry room and I turned it on. I was like, <gasps> I am Ahsoka. <laughs> But it was I don't just the ability to change the crystals and stuff too. I agree. Neopixel, if you want like a sturdy thing and you want to go like smash them together with your buds and and have a grand old time, but it is an experience that you pay for. You're not paying for the lightsaber itself. You're paying for the memory of getting to build it. Um, and I, I I think it's worth doing at least once. And then you know if you have kids and stuff, you can watch them do it. And I guarantee you they'll. Hunter was when you know who showed up. I don't want to ruin for any anyone that hasn't done it, Tim. But when you know who starts talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunter's like looking around the room, like, oh, <laughs> are they here or what's going on right now? This is exciting. I'm very, very excited by this. So, um, it's it's incredible. You didn't build a droid either. No, the droid one, not. the droid one is fun and something Kyler will have fun with. Yeah, um, it's not nearly as immersive as the lightsaber build, but it's just fun. Yeah. Um, I, I think the COVID aspect of droid building has ruined it a little bit, but, um, it's, it's still fun. Uh, and all the extras they try and sell you with the droid stuff are just, it's garbage. Yeah. That's why I was just like, I, I, all I needed, I, I, I had peeked my head into the droid building facility and I was like, I'm good. And I just walked out. Also do an R2 unit. Cause the BB units just do not move. Yeah, but the I've same got way. that guy. You know, I've got you, like you don't, I've got you don't really, my droids. Well, I mean, the only thing is Kyler could have a little remote control and yeah, when he's, make it follow him around. Yeah, when he's older. I like to scare the shit out of my dog with it. You you abuse that dog. I don't abuse him. I love him dearly, but he needs to get over the fact that a droid lives in the house. Two droids live in the house with us. 
He can do it. All I do, all I do is roll it up to him and beep, and he runs away. Oh my god. He's just trying to be friends with the dog. Come on, FN2187. Yeah, so um so and then and then I did uh we did well, Rise of the Resistance. You, before you did get got to Rise, so you mm -hmm. came in on the Muppet side, so you walked by Rise first. Yeah, but I didn't realize that I'd walked by Rise of the Resistance. But because you were too probably where I was I was so was focused going. on what was in front of me, Rise of the Resistance is off to the left. And you were looking at the A-Wing and the X-Wing. I was. The first thing that I looked at was I said, oh, my God, that's a full-size A-Wing. And they're tiny. They're they're not that big, they're but little. they are full-size. That, that is a and full one-to-one. -one. Just the, the comm chatter, if you listen to it, is applicable to what you're looking at. And the fact that they have, like, steam and stuff coming off of it. And those at night, Tim. Oh, it's so, so you, beautiful. There's, I mean, even like the garage is really cool. They had a lot of ground vehicles that were there. Um, I think one was from Rebels, if I remember correctly, that I saw in the garage. We, I think there was one where we, we saw a vehicle that, uh, I think there was a motorbike that we saw Ahsoka riding on in Rebels or in Clone Wars um, that was in there. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of little details that just like if for like a Star Wars fan, when you're just like looking around, like you get so lost in it. I was kind of mad that they hid Poe's x-wing in the ride but i get it because i was yeah. looking for it i was like where the fuck is his x-wing and then walking yeah, through the rise of resistance I was like oh there it is what's cool about his x-wing is that it's very very different from a typical x-wing it's a lot longer and it's sleeker um mm -hmm. it definitely looks like a stealth x-wing like when you really look at it and i never noticed that detail because like in battlefront it just looked like a, bl a black and orange x-wing to me um, but actually seeing it in real, like in person, I didn't have time to really look at it because they rush you through that part really fast um, because like BB-8 is like sitting up there and they have like a dummy that's sitting inside the cockpit to make it look like Poe's ready to take off. Um, but yeah, I was like just even like that detail in a ship was just so cool. So um, walking through the line of rise is awesome, too. I've we fast all the I, props I, and I stuff did, they have. So I didn't get to I didn't get to experience that because I lightning laned it because I was like, I'm not waiting 160 minutes to ride. This Are there ride. no props? There's no props. You walk through just a tunnel. Um, you go around the you go around the right side of the main queue line and then they take you through another thing. And this tunnel drops you right off before you see Ray in the hologram. OK, so I walk right in and that was probably the coolest thing that I've seen so far. A lot of rides have been in like Universal Studios and even Disney. They've been trying to get the uh, projection of like having a, a like a hologram in front of something else. And Disney nailed it. They were able yeah. to use just like the distortion and the artifacting to their advantage and really make her hologram look like it was from Star Wars. Um and then also like just in the ride, just like the tech that they use just throughout it between like the 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 holograms and like the AR. Like I'm, I'm going to call that augmented reality because that's essentially what it is. So, like all the AR effects that they use on top of the animatronics and then the free moving cart tech that Disney has been really working on just makes that ride just stand out from anything else I've ever been on. So the the after the briefing and after when you get on the ship, when you see Poe's thing. So the ship is interesting to me. Because and spoilers, if you haven't fast forward a little bit, if you haven't been on Rise of the Resistance, yeah, we'll give we, you a second. Wanna, we want to talk about it. So five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Cool. Um, <clears throat> when you go in, I've been on it twice now. Are you talking about the transport ship? The transport ship. Yes. I've been, well, I've been on Rise two times or three. I've been on it three times. Sorry, okay. I've been on it three times. And if you 
look out a different window every time, it is a completely different experience. Yep. Because I, the I noticed, side window is one thing, the cockpit is one thing, yeah. the rear is one thing, and I, they're all different. I noticed that. But it, so what was cool about that is like th- they use they use multiple sections to buffer queue lines. And yeah. so they use the they use the ray briefing part as a way to get a buffer. They use the transport ship, which is a mini ride in and of itself. And you're actually like in you're in the same tech that they use for um, uh, Star Tours. It's yeah. it, that's all it is. It's just a fl- it's just a uh, an airplane simulator that moves around and stuff. And I was surprised. I thought it was going to be like Men in Black where they had put you in an elevator, but you don't actually move. It just vibrates. But when this thing started to move and they're like, hang on to the handrails, I'm like, oh, shit, I actually have to hang on to something. It was like it was I was actually surprised that there was a mini ride inside of it. Because um, it moves you to the next part of the ride, like you said, it's delaying the queue. Right, to try but and break you don't it up. actually move anywhere. It's just, it's just literally just a, it's a, it's just a. Well, no, I think it turns because it's the same door that opens. Yeah, it might, it might rotate, it might rotate inside of it, but like it's not like um, if you look or at it's like an the, elevator, it's yeah, there's, it doesn't do a lot of moving other than just like right. pitching. Um, and then they move you into the next room, which is you have been captured by the, the first order, the which is fucking- like the best, dude. Like walk opening the doors. And wa- looking at a docking bay inside a First Republic uh, Star Destroyer is just like the coolest thing because you have a and l- they move. You have a battalion of, of of First Order troopers that are there that are semi like animatronic. They move their heads and like they move their arms and stuff, and they do it like in just a, a subtle way. Or like, did that thing just move? Um, yeah, no, it's just yeah, it's so it's just so impressive. There's so many of them. Um, and then like the whole uh, being treated as prisoners and getting moved <laughs> into an so interrogation good. cell that like those those cast members that are actually LARPing, they are they were killing it, dude. Like they were oh, they're having a ball. They're having a ball because they can make fun of cast members and nobody nobody will bat an eye like you are. They, you, are you are there to be abused and they Audrey are they are smiling totally down for it. They're loving it. Audrey was smiling because she was so like happy and excited. And they lined us up on the the thing, and yeah, one the of colors. the uh, officers comes over, and she's like, "What's so funny?" And Audrey's just looking at her, and she's like trying not to laugh, and she goes, "I know. Let's tell you a joke. Are you ready?" And she goes, "Okay." And she goes, "The resistance." Ha! And walks away. <laughs> we uh, the group that I was in, they weren't paying attention. He's like, first door on the right." And my group kept walking out the exit. He's like, where do you think you're going? And then it was like the worst escape attempt I've ever seen. And the door closes. It was so good. Um, but like that whole thing of just like, you know, like the escape and you get like broken out of the escape or out of the room and moved into your carts. Like that whole flow was so neat because it was like it felt semi chaotic of like this constant go, go, go um, to get you to the actual ride. Um, and then just going through that ride was so neat because you're on these free moving carts. There's no tracks. So you like you, you, you start off with, with another cart and then that cart breaks off and goes somewhere. And our cart goes somewhere else. Um, going into the main room where the ATATs were at, I knew it was, I knew it was coming because I watched the whole behind the scenes, but just to see them in person and in their full scale, it is a full one-to-one ATAT. And, and that was just so impressive to see and like getting moved up on a lift to be at like eye level with the cockpit was just so intimidating because the head is massive and watching the turbo guns come down. It was just everything about it was everything that I've loved about just Star Wars mechanical engineering because it's just it's so interesting to me. 
and and you get to you just get to experience all of that and moving throughout the ship and going up to the bridge like that was kind of cheesy i will say the end of the ride is probably anticlimactic for me like this whole getting chased by kylo ren at the end he gets sucked out into space i was just kind of like oh like that was i was really hoping for some just like epic finish and it, it was it wasn't as intense as i was hoping it to be um that was probably the only the only negative that i will give that ride is the ending the uh, uh when the door shut on us i don't think it was this time i think it was the first time i went uh the guy was like see you later and as it's shutting up they're probably not <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's two different experiences that you get I would yeah. assume. I mean, like at the end, it all it all it all culminates to the end of Kylo Ren getting sucked out the 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 out of the, the <coughs> ship. But at some point, I know I noticed that a cart goes one way and it goes out, um, and then the other cart that I was in, you actually end up seeing John Boyega animatronically, but he's there as right. FN two one eight seven, and then you ride up on this elevator, and then you're looking at the ATAT as its cannons come down. Where where does that other cart go? It stays on the bottom and goes down and around. Does it come back and then does it also go up? No, it does not go. It goes up in a different part of the ride. Oh, so where so what happens when that cart goes up? It's not much different in the sense of like what happens. It's just what you see and how you get right, around that's what the I'm ride. Saying. So so my cart got shot at by an ATAT. Yeah, I've been on that one. I've what, been on both of them. So what happens to the other one? It goes up and around, and it goes up in another elevator, and AT-AT doesn't shoot at you. You go past the AT-AT as it's shooting, kind uh, of. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I think you go behind the people that are up getting shot at, and I think as you're going, the AT-AT's firing oh, at you. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, like, it was it was just so neat, because, like, you see the cockpit, and you're like, oh, that's not good. And then you see the First Order troopers that are in there, and you're like, that's really not good. And then the turbo lasers come down, and and, like, it shoots, and they do some really cool light effects. And then they're using this AR tech that they that they've learned how to do like paint reactive stuff with light, and so that's why it actually looks like there's like the blasters actually hit the um, hit the the surface and then like make the singe marks. Um, they're doing some really cool tech there. The only thing I was hoping for was that Hux was the one that gets you out, and he. Oh, <laughs> I'm the spy. I'm the <laughs> spy. Can... <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that, I think it's it's fun. It's but such yeah. a cool Hunt... ride, man. Hunter's freaked out the first time because he legit thought we were in space. <laughs> oh, like, Daddy, well, I mean, like it's, they do. A, well, I mean, okay, like I was his age when the first time I rode Spider-Man in Universal Studios, I swore that we were going up into the air. When they when when Doc Ock hits you with the Ed Inversion Cannon and you're flying mm-hmm. in the air in over Manhattan, I thought just because of like the air blowing at you and the way that they've they they turned all the buildings ninety in the room, but. It, to you, it looks like you're going backwards. And I was like nine. And so, yeah, I actually thought that was a Tower of Terror drop. Yep. <clears throat> it's so amazing. Totally and that's what I mean. It. Like, it's more magical for kids. It cause... really is. And someone was like, man, I wonder what was going through Kyler's head when you guys were taking that picture of Millennium Falcon. And I was like, I'm sure he saw something completely different. Like, what he was looking at in his mind was probably something so cool and, 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 and magical. Because gonna... he doesn't know really Star Wars. He knows what a lightsaber is. And he knows he knows about the Force. But, like, that's it. They're going to grow up with this. Like yeah. this is this is going to be their norm for Disney. For mm-hmm. Tim and I, it's and you all listening. This is so special because we didn't have this. Yeah. Um so in in to kind of put a bow on it cuz you're going to go back and there's more stuff you have to see, but uh I think this is the future of how larger IPs will work with parks like Disney and um Universal. 
Um, yeah, like we're seeing with like Nintendo. <clears throat> and what we see with the Marvel stuff in L.A., I mean, we haven't been there, but uh, everything I see is it's very similar in the experience where they cut you off from the rest of the park and you are in the Marvel Universe with the characters around and whatnot. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it gives me hope because I know years ago there was uh, it was on the table at Universal that they wanted to do a Lord of the Rings area. And I'm hoping with the revival of the show that now the Universal will consider uh, a, a Lord of the Rings area. Could you imagine like walking out and you're in like Minas Tirith or Edoras or something? I poop my hand. Do a do a do a a, a, a minecart Belrog ride like where you go by kind of like in Gringotts. Have you done Gringotts? Yeah. They wrote when the dragon when you go by the dragon like do that like with the Belrog and Gandalf. Say, uh, I don't know. But I think larger IPs are going to get more experiences like this where it's fully immersive. You go in. Um, one thing before we jump to Eclipse, Galactic Star Cruiser is getting ripped the fuck apart online. Really? Um, yeah. And it's it's no one that's experienced it. So that's why I'm hesitant. I, I stopped calling. I'm waiting because yeah. I want to see these first few batches of people that go that in at this sense. point. Because what happened was a lot of people booked, paid the down payment, and then just got their refund when it came down. So spots opened up for the first month. Oh. You really do want to go, go. I am of the mind at this point. I want to see what other people are saying. We're not we're not first in line. If we were first in line, hell yeah, I'd be there in a second. Mm -hmm. But now I want to know. I want to know what other people are going to say when they get off. So we'll probably go, I'm, I'm guessing fall, uh, winter next year. Uh, me, Tim, and Ben will go, uh, and we'll, we'll do the experience. And... I don't know. I'm curious too, Tim, if it's the same as the lightsaber. Like you do it once and you're done. I think I think that's um, what it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a one and done. Yeah. So uh, you know, maybe you'll bring Kyler when he's older. I'll bring, you know, Audrey and Hunter. But um we'll we'll see. But yeah, it's interesting. People are really going in on and I don't know if this is one of those internet, you know, let's shit on something fun because it doesn't look like the thing that I wanted it to be, or if it's legitimate, but we'll know in March when people start going. So yeah. um it's been interesting to see. So last night was the Game Awards. I yeah. was asleep during the Game Awards, so I'm I'm still catching up. And Tim clued me into Star Wars Eclipse. Dude, I watched this live, and this is dope. I was I so, was just lost for words the entire time. This was the rumor that we talked about a few weeks ago that Quantic Dream was making a Star Wars game. Yeah, and oh boy, are they making a Star Wars game! Holy shit, they're making a Star Wars game. This trailer is fully cinematic. Yeah, now. With other games, you look at a trailer and you're like, if it doesn't say this is actual gameplay footage, you go, I wonder what it's actually going to be. This is a Quantic Dream game, that which is essentially you playing a movie. A movie. So this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. We have zero fucking clue what the plot is. <laughs> no. So all we know is that it's, a, it's, it's based in the High Republic era, but a lot of visual clues are definitely leaning like making me lean towards that this is this is gonna be a right around the time that we see um the it's not they call the occult what uh, the uh acolyte. acolyte um it'll be right around the same time as acolyte and the reason why i say that is like i don't think we're gonna see the drain is gear. that naboo um so there's so there's one planet that definitely looks naboo-esque um but the, the reason why i say this is because there's no the there's no hint at um the Nihil, there's no showing of Nihil in this. There's also no Drangir. And so I think the stuff that we're reading right now in the books and the comics for High Republic is definitely farther in the past than where this is taking place. This is definitely closer to the beginning of the clone or beginning of episode one. 
with the Trade Federation uh, putting their blockades up around Naboo. The reason why I say that is because this this trailer is very Trade Federation heavy. Extremely yeah, Trade lot. Federation heavy. They show a lot of ships and, uh, and, and, and types of alien that we've seen before. We saw a droid that I thought for a second was C-3PO, but it, I mean, it's, a, it's a protocol droid with no armor on. Um, the Jedi lightsabers I, definitely look more, more modern to what we know. Can I go out on my limb and um, completely theory craft based on barely any knowledge? Yeah, of what's sure. Happening? I just would like to say that like, as far as we know with these trailers, with this trailer, um, there are alien races that we've never seen before. Um, at the end, there is this drum ceremony that finishes and this being comes out of this black tar pit. Um, so I think this is going to be definitely very heavy in a cult, um, like the Sith dark magic stuff that you guys know that I love. Um, this looks like a type of like resurrection ceremony or some type of, of power ceremony, uh, where he was like going through some type of like force rebirth. Um, so, you so said I'm no super Nihil? excited. I think I found Nihil in it. Um, I, so are you talking about the people who are walking through the streets? No, I'm when the two Jedi have their lightsabers out, there's a bunch of people across from them that could be Nihil. I'm not going to say they are. They could be. I, I don't I don't think that's Nihil at 133 in the yeah, trailer. I, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I, I know it's, it's when the yellow and blue lightsabers cross. Yeah. I don't think those are Nihil. I think that's going to be a completely different. We have to remember the High Republic spans like in time, like hundreds of years. And the part that we're dealing with in the books and the comics with Starlight Beacon and like all and and the Nihil and the Drain Gear, are is like at the peak of that. And then and then we go off from that after we know Starlight Beacon blows up and everything, but the 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 High Republic continues, and then Acolyte is the end of it. And that's why that's why I think that there's going to be like it's got to be like what like a two hundred year gap, right? Is it is it's it about yeah? Is it like two hundred years? Because it's like Yoda yeah. at that point is like four hundred years old. Or six hundred yeah. years old, or something. And he's. Did you say he's in the trailer? I just wanted he to point is, that yeah. out. Yeah. So is, if we go to. Trailer. So if you go to the. Where is it? It is. I'll find it. The um, one minute and five second mark. Three. Yeah, three second mark. In the, Yoda in standing the in the Jedi chamber. Council, and like, and this scene is like straight out of Clone Wars. Like it's like it's like right out of Episode Two. And it's like Yoda's standing in there and he's like contemplating the 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 future of the Jedi Order. And he and he knows it's coming to an end. Um and so like that scene, that Coruscant shot is very familiar to us. And again, that's why seeing all the Trade Federation, seeing the style of fighters too, Kevin, these fighters are very, very different from what we know in the High Republic books right now, currently. So ships have changed. Um I mean, the lightsaber tech is different, so I like that's why like I I truly truly think that this is this is a couple years before episode one. Like I'm thinking like ten years before episode one. So I'm inclined to agree with you. I think it's going to tie into acolyte somehow. I don't think the Nihil or the Nihil and the Drengi are gone, and here's why. Okay, because in a Quantic Dream game, which you you played all of them recently, all of them. Um, and in Telltale, because Quantic Dream pulls a lot from Telltale. Um, especially like Batman and Guardians. I don't know if you played those Telltale games, but they like to include everybody. Like by the time you're done with the second Batman game, I would say most of the popular villains have made one appearance or, or another. So I don't think it's too far-fetched to say that they'll make an appearance. They may not be the focus, which I don't think they are because these dudes that are playing the drums, they look like they're from Avatar. 
um because they finally face you at the end they're summoning something mm -hmm. and whatever that something is comes out at the end and that something is definitely some sort of dark side mysticism we don't know why we don't know how i'm kind of happy they didn't give us much to the story and just showed us visuals um because it really sets a tone uh and and one thing that everyone wants out of star wars games is the ability to explore and the ability to experience it's such a vast beautiful universe that all we want is to have the story take place you know over the breath and what they did in this trailer was show that off show off the aliens show off the locations you're probably going to end up going to show off some of the care like the easy easter egg with the high republic is to just be like yoda's in it and then move on yeah exactly <laughs> because he we can associate with that everything else is is kind of new to us and yeah. that's what I like. Yeah, I think the one the one thing that we have to remember and keep in mind is that the the stuff that we know right now with the books and the comics is is still very niche. Um, it, if and I think that's why they're picking the time period that they are because it, it ties in very very well into episode one. Or yeah. into the movies and into the shows, like so people can people can connect those dots a lot easier than trying to connect it through a a, a comic book or through a book so uh so if people are like mm, i want to see drain or I, I wish that was it was more like based on the books and stuff i think we're going to get there it's going to take longer for for that side of the high republic to get to where it needs to be to like where this quantic game and like to where acolyte and stuff is is taking part so so i'll say this um this the species and i just noticed this the species of alien that's playing the drums is the same species of the soldiers that are around 135 yeah, i know i noticed that um and so i'm trying to figure out if they are run by the trade federation if they are another race this could this could tell the story of like because there's a lot the of unknowns there's most definitely a lot of unknowns we we have no idea like at least for me personally if you like i'm sure it's explained somewhere in a book or in a comic um, but as far as like the trade federation, like coming to power and like how they were able to subdue like so many different planets, <laughs> I think this well, will show they're laying the groundwork in high Republic now because everyone's like, Oh, the Republic, you know, with that whole, Oh, oh the yeah. Hoity -toity the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see how, Oh, look, the Jedi heard it. There's a lot of people that can't stand it. There's the one Senator in the books. I forget his name. Um, who is trying to start the Republic defense force. Uh, -huh. That one, yep, he's constantly over uh, trying to like override Chancellor So. He seems like the beginning of the Trade Federation with the you know like the Republic needs a standing army, the Republic needs this, the and he's not getting favor within the Senate. He seems like the seed that's going to be planted to you know secede from the Republic. Yeah, and then um, we start seeing I'm curious movements. And again, I'm I'm ignorant of lore here, so if there is lore, feel free to tweet at us, uh, Star Wars Scotch uh, on Twitter, but um. I'm curious, Tim, if there's some sort of war that actually leads to the separation, not necessarily the war we see in the first in the Clone Wars, but something that like actually is like almost a civil war of separation from the Republic. Yeah, I mean, like that, that, that army that is marching towards the camera is massive. They have they have large droids, they have or large mechs, they've got a massive amount of people at their disposal, it looks like. Um, so yeah, there's definitely going to be a big war. There's gonna be a huge battle. Um, I am very curious to see how, like how, where, where the Republic comes up with their ability to fight this force or like how, how these are like, are these guys good? Are, are these people bad? Maybe Kevin, this could be maybe that army. Why we don't even know like who they are, because maybe this is in out, this is in the unknown region. Like this could be on the yeah. chaos for all we know. I mean, maybe this is the catalyst that 
uh, has Palpatine convincing um, what's his face? Oh my god, Christopher Lee. <laughs> oh yeah, Count Dooku. Dooku. Maybe this is the, the way Duke. Like we have to have an army. We don't have an army. You see how you know defenseless. The, oh yeah. The so is. I mean, maybe maybe that's may, oh maybe this is why Tyrannus and um and uh, uh, Sifo Diaz. Oh, maybe this is what maybe this is why Sifo Diaz made the clones. <laughs> oh, I mean, this shit. could be that. This could be that. This could be uh uh. You know, we we could meet Pal- if it's that close. We could meet Palpatine in this and possibly his master. <laughs> Oh, because like you said, it's not too far off. I mean, and if we I, saw a Plagueis and and uh and a Sidious, that would be very very interesting. Like maybe Plagueis or Sidious is influencing whatever this culture is to bring forth this dark. No, I think power. no, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's darker than that. I think I think this is gonna be like I hope so. This is gonna be like dark ancient shit. Oh, like uh, like. Like I think we're gonna. I think this. Sith, I think this Masasi. is gonna be like. Yeah, I think this is gonna be like Zepho level, like ancient shit. Okay. Because Sith, like because Sith don't do this. The the drums, the like, and this like this like pool well, and the there's anci- like tar the ancient Sith did. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it. Like the like your normal rule of two does not apply here. This is something completely different. This is not your normal standard Sith. This is old old dark shit. I'm excited for it. Oh man, does that mean we finally get to go to Korriban again in a video game? I think no, but I, that's why I think this could be this could be out in like in the chaos. I was reading something the other day, and they said you know with the canonization of Korriban through now multiple mediums, there's Dark Lords buried in the Valley of the Dark Lords sure, that I mean, they like, haven't this... necessarily made canon. Mm-hmm. So the question becomes: If Korriban, Morban, whatever the hell you want to call it, because both are canon, is um canon and the valley of the dark lords where yoda walks in in clone wars is canon does that make all the dark lords that are buried there in the games that you can encounter only only canon? if they mention those names because bane is technically not uh buried there well i mean he is now and like you said well no you the one who said that the will that was the wills that wasn't necessarily bane's spirit no but his body was there though um, there was bones Right. I, I was watching this whole Sith thing and they were talking about like Darth and Dedo, who was who was canonized in Rise of Skywalker with Revan. So I don't know. There's just I got questions and Sure. But that's the Corbin's one of those Corbin's one of those places I want to go back to. And I know we're gonna get to go back to it in Old Republic remake, but we don't know if the Old Republic remake is canon. So it's it's million, million questions. Not no, that it's, you can enjoy it. It has to be. It it has not, to be. It's got a Lucasfilm, it's got a Lucas Arts stamp on it. If it's a Lucas, if it, the the Old Republic remake, it's going to be canon. I hope so. It has to be I hope everything. They just tweak every, it enough. They, they even said everything that's everything that's being made. Once they once they once they got rid of everything, everything going forward that had the the stamp of approval was considered canon. So I got a question for you then, and we'll we'll end it here. Is this Disney had a plan when they bought this? The we did not we did not accept like how they wanted to do it. Cause they wanted to copy and paste Marvel and that didn't work. Do you think 
and we've said this before, do you think now this is the age of, of fan service and reintroducing characters into their version of the canon? Like, is that the next 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be, you, did it's, you see it's who just got, fixing the timeline. Did you see who just got added to the mobile game? No. Mar Jade just got added to the mobile game. Re- oh, that's why people were tweeting about that. Yes. So is this the age where they're like, Revan's back, Malik's back, Mara Jade, we're going to bring her into the canon, and she's not going to be the same character that you knew, because they already technically can't do that. Yeah, because she's so essentially Black Widow with the lightsaber. No, it's not even that. It's just the way they told 7, 8, and 9 like, completely defeats like sure. can't be dead. But there could be flashbacks to Luke knowing her during his time at the temple and right. afterwards, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so... With all of that, is this the age of now, like, we're going to bring back this cool stuff, and then the High Republic is where they can kind of maybe take a lot of the ideas that they maybe had for what they wanted Star Wars to be, because it's the uncharted territory. No one can ever say it's not canon, because there was never anything there yeah. that we knew of. We just knew Yoda existed. Um, so do you think that this is now the age of fan service? Is yeah, that I what think we're it's entering? Just the, I think what we're entering is the the fixing um, and figuring out how to make all of the the character like I think they want to keep as much of the old stuff as possible, the stuff that people love, you know, like Thrawn and Revan and Darth Malak and like all of like the cool, like even even finding ways of bringing old characters back um, in a fun way. And so yeah, I think I think this is going to be a timeline correction. Um, I think they like when we when they when we said that they had to get rid of everything and and then they started approving things going forward. I think they just needed a clean slate. And I think that they always wanted to hold on to that because that's still an essence of Star Wars. You go to you go to any of the conventions, any Star Wars convention, you're going to see people who are cosplaying. Um, at the, the, some of their favorite characters you've never seen before, but you would only know if you read in a book or saw in a comic. Um, you know, it's, it's like that at Celebration all the time. And, and so, yes, I think what we're going to see for the next couple of years is them just course correcting and bringing back in all those beloved characters. I mean, like... Uh, uh Zizor from what game was that? I can't remember. Shadows of the Empire. Yep. Uh, Alex just posted the picture of the the I figure. Had, I, I had like, that figurine. I was like, oh my god! I had I that. I haven't even thought about him in years. And then I go and look on Wikipedia, and he has a whole canon entry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, so it's 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 just there's a lot of things there that I'm curious now they're, now. what they're doing with darth vader and they're turning him into this vigilante now i mean like the whole idea of like star killer coming back like could be a real thing oh 100 with the way they're angling like because even in even in legends vader did not like palpatine no like, he's he trying, knew he he's was manipulated yeah he knew he was manipulated and he thinks he thinks exactly what he says on the on the platform on mustafar to obi-wan my new empire he's like i can do it better yep. i can make the universe a good place at the end of the day think what you want about darth vader but his whole goal is to make the universe better but he completely fails at it over and over again because he's not tapping into quote unquote the right side of the force end mm-hmm. quote i'm saying that ambiguously but um yeah the way they're changing vader could 100 lead to a new stark version of star killer um you know, he already had another apprentice. You were you were showing me Darth uh, Darth Momin. Yeah, that guy's and intense. apparently Darth Momin's twisted AF. Darth Momin is scary. So, uh, you know, there's 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 uh, I, I, I'm I'm very interested to see how Book of Boba Fett plays out and yeah. see who gets introduced there because I have a feeling there's surprises in there 
uh, the same way season two of Mandalorian, like we got the Dark Troopers, the Dark Saber, all of that stuff. Well, we saw the Dark Saber at the end of season one, but but Darth, I'm curious. Well, but Darth Moment's a bounty hunter, so we could see him in. And could he's be, a Darth too. Yeah, it could be really interesting. That completely violates the rule of two. But Vader didn't give a shit about the rule of two. Was he a bounty hunter? Or no, there was one person that was a uh, a Sith that was a bounty hunter. I was reading about him. Was it Moment? Anyways, we've, and, yeah, but I mean, we'll, we'll figure we it out. We know Vader. We know Vader didn't give a shit about the rule of two anyway. So no, 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 no. He. I mean, at one point he was trying to make a a droid empire. He was trying to make a droid uh, army. Yeah, uh, I saw and that. they talk about that in in, in Doctor Afra's uh, book. Well, Tim and I will be back next week, uh, and then uh, we are off Christmas week. So the week leading into Christmas, there will be no show on the twenty fourth. We're back the following week. Stay tuned to social media at Star Wars Scotch because Tim and I are going to record that episode right after we watch Book of Boba Fett, and then that one might hit earlier than they normally do. So please just stay tuned on social media for that one, because that one's probably going to hit earlier that week. Cause we're going to want to get that reaction out as quickly as we can, but we'll be here next week. We are not here the week of Christmas. So, um, All right. yeah, well, it's like the, the Jonah Hill in, in super fuck me. Right. I want to spend Christmas with my family. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we will see you next week make sure you check out Tim fb.gg slash darkness429 and darkness429 everywhere on the internet yep. Monday through Friday 9am eastern fb.gg slash darkness429 you can check out everything I do at raredrop.co if you want to tweet at me it's kevinxvision kmagic101 on Instagram thank you so much I am working a half day because I am going to Disney today Hooray. not going to Star Wars but I'm going to Disney today to just chill for a few days and have some drinks uh, but uh, it's been real and Tim Yes, sir. Take him out. May the force be with you. Always. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.